BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, I'm Whitney Port and this is With Wit. A lot of you may know me from reality TV and the reality is a lot's happened since the hills. With Wit is dedicated to having real, raw, and occasionally ridiculous conversations with the people who have had a profound impact on me. Life-changing moments, life-changing people. Because on With Wit, very little is off-limits. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Staying Home with Wit. I obviously love beauty. I love exploring new products, trends, and everything in between. But obviously, beauty has changed dramatically over this year. I know I'm wearing far less makeup than ever before. I'm really caring about my skin, but not necessarily as much about my makeup. It's nice, but I also really miss getting glammed up. I have been so curious about what has been happening to the industry since COVID hit. My guest today is Faith Hugh, editorial director of Birdie, who is going to provide her expert opinion on what the beauty industry will look like post-COVID. For those who don't know Birdie, it is a one-stop shop blog for everything beauty for everyone. Faith has been with Birdie since 2014 as one of their first editors. Prior to joining Birdie, Faith was a staff editor for L'Oreal's beauty website, makeup.com, where she oversaw editorial strategy and daily content production. After a brief stint at Angelino Magazine, she realized her heart was in digital. Her first job ghostwriting for a major beauty YouTuber was how her love for beauty began and where she discovered the power of social media. Let's get started. Here is Faith. So you are an editor for Birdie Beauty. What? Yes, I am. (laughs) It's so amazing. It's so cool. (laughs) Birdie has been around for how long now? I mean... So I started at Birdie, I think in 20, it's been over five or six years. It's pretty crazy. And I remember even back in the day, I wasn't on set, but we did a shoot with you that was like bridal theme. Oh my God. It was the prettiest do you remember shoot. That? Of course it I was do. Stunning. <laughs> it was really pretty. It was so beautiful. And I think it was, was it right after you had gotten married or before? I think or it was like, before. why did we? Okay. But yeah, we did hair looks on you. And I was like, wow, that feels like a different lifetime ago. I know. Oh my God. That was like, <laughs> so it's going to be my five-year anniversary in November. So yeah, that was five years Oh ago. yeah. Oh my gosh. For people who don't know what Birdie is, maybe just give yeah. like a little explanation. 
Definitely. So Birdie is a beauty website. We cover beauty in all facets. So if you have a question about whether you should use a certain product or the best moisturizer for your budget, you can find all of that on Birdie. We have a team of really expert editors and also a team of experts that we work with who kind of, I think something really special that we launched this year was called our review board. So, I mean, I'm sure you like read so much stuff on the internet. Most of the time, it's not true. And especially for beauty, it kind of seems like anyone can say anything these days. So we really wanted to establish that trust with our readers. And so we started this review board, which is basically a board of dermatologists, nutritionists, fitness experts, even gynecologists and GPs to kind of read through all of our content and basically give it their sign off. And so if you go on to Birdie and something's been reviewed, like if you clicked into a story about microneedling, it would say written by the author and then it would say reviewed by Dr. Dendi or Dr. Viata, whoever, or like one of the germs on our board. So I think that's something that we were really proud of launching this year. Birdie is, you know, recommendations, but we also dig a little bit deeper with beauty too, since it's all we talk about. Right. You know, we can really go deep and talk about how beauty is interconnected with your identity and your culture and your background and all these different things. You know, I feel like beauty is so universal. Anyone can relate to some aspect of beauty Mm -hmm. and it can also just make anyone feel good. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we've, especially this year, this wild ride of a year, we've really been kind of digging into that and how people use beauty in their daily routines to kind of just whether it's soothe their anxiety or bring joy or just, you know, make themselves feel better. It's not even about the end result anymore. It's about, you know, going through the ritual and the process. Yeah. Incredibly soothing too. Yeah. I mean, I, I have felt that like I have taken so much more time to take care of myself Mm-hmm. physically and emotionally with this happening. Mm-hmm. I obviously wish this wasn't happening. Like I wish COVID mm-hmm. wasn't happening, but there is something to be said about everybody checking in with themselves a little bit more mm-hmm. now and figuring out what really works for them and establishing yeah. some sort of self-care rituals to make them feel okay. And I've always been a proponent of like, you know, caring how you look or taking care of yourself is not a vain thing. You know, it's Mm-mm. it really can soothe your soul from the inside yeah. out. And I feel like your website does such an amazing job of doing that. What is a day in your life like right now? <laughs> right now? Yes. Well, I mean, I don't move my couch for hours. <laughs> my couch for hours. Yes. I wish if we had, if you had asked me this a year ago, I would have had a much more exciting answer. But yeah, I feel like a typical day in my life. I wake up, I drown in my emails for a little bit. Mm-hmm. I feel like I follow certain brands in beauty and like people in the beauty space. So I always go on Instagram and kind of just see like if there's anything buzzy or newsworthy to mm-hmm. send over to our news editor. Mm-hmm. And then I take a look at our calendar and see what stories we have coming up. Right now, we're working on our next digital issue with someone really exciting, which is coming out mid-November. So I've been working a lot on that and finding stories to go on that. And you know, we just had a really great brainstorm about like what the theme of the issue is. But yeah, and then, you know, of course, it's like working in media, you're always looking ahead. So we're thinking about 2021 and all these things that we haven't have in store. I was I was thinking about the beauty industry and I've taken more time 
to really invest in my skincare, but I have not cared about makeup at all. And I'm wondering if that is like the norm or what you're seeing within the beauty industry right now. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's very true. Skincare is going bonkers right now in Mm -hmm. the beauty industry because I do think there's that sort of self-care element. You use it to feel good as you're using it. You're not just like expecting results from it. Mm -hmm. Of course, results are great. Mm -hmm. But you know, sometimes you buy a skincare product because like it looks good on your vanity and it makes you happy when you use it. So skincare has definitely exploded this year. Mm -hmm. Makeup, it's interesting. People aren't really wearing bright lip colors, obviously, because it's coming off in your mask. Right, right. So people are saying that there's a lot more focus on the eyes. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and it's also, of course, half of it is marketing. Let's cut to the chase. A lot of these beauty brands, they had their launches lined up like way before COVID. Right, right. But it's interesting to see them kind of pivot it and market it in a way like, so that it's relevant to the time. So yes. they'll market their palette more maybe when they had plans on their lip product being the hero. Mm-hmm. So I think that's really interesting. Um, but yeah, the focus on the eyes mm-hmm. has been huge. So eyeliners, I've seen a lot of false lashes. Mm-hmm. I know Jenna Lyons just came out oh, with I a lash that. brand. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm really excited to try it because I love that she kind of tailored them towards different eye shapes. Because like for me, my eye shape, with like a mono lid, it's really hard to find strip lashes that look natural. Right. And I feel like hers are meant to look super natural. So she sent them to me and I'm excited to try them out. What essentials are you using every day right now? Or are you using anything every day even? Honestly, I feel like I've been really switching it up. But the thing that I've been using every day, and I don't know if you have been doing this, but I have been wearing perfume every day. Interesting. Even when I don't leave the house, I feel like spritzing my perfume. I don't wear it first thing in the morning because I'm usually so tired and, you know, can't remember. <laughs> but around lunchtime, when I'm feeling like the afternoon slum, yes, I will just like go in and spritz myself with the perfume. And that's kind of been my midday ritual. And it just puts me in like a better headspace. Lately, it's weird. I really have been gravitating towards, I guess you call them skin scents. They don't really smell like anything, but they... And you, when you put them on, you like almost don't smell them, but it's almost smells like a clean white t-shirt. Ooh. So it's just very fresh. I, I don't know that. if you smelled when Glossier came out with their fragrance, that was sort of like a skin scent. Uh-huh. It didn't really smell like anything. Right. But when you put it on your skin, it smelled just fresh and clean. And then there's this one that I've been wearing called Maya Fragrances, and it's just called the Perfume Oil Base. Mm-hmm. And I just put that on my wrist and then you can kind of layer whatever fragrance you want over it as well. And then of course, like there's this one that's the OG. It's kind of like a secret hidden cult product that beauty lovers know or fragrance lovers know. Yeah. It's called Eccentric Molecule. And it's basically just one molecule that the perfumer found. When you wear it, you don't even smell it on yourself, but other people smell it around you. And it's just like a very clean 
skin scent. It just smells like clean skin. I don't like anything that's like too florally or like too right. strong or too old lady. Yeah. I've always loved right. musk scents, like Egyptian musk mm. oils. And Ooh, then like an amber. Yes. And then I also have always worn like ever since I was a little girl because my best friend's mom wore it and I was always obsessed with how she smelled. And it was what? It's by Trish McAvoy and it's called, I think, Crystal Flowers and Snowdrop. It's number three. And it's, Wait, I think I've heard of that. It's really That's kind good. kind of like a cult scent. Yes. Yeah. It's really, really fresh and good. And now word from our brand partner. The holiday season is approaching, which means late nights, hope not, rich foods, and one too many drinks. I am definitely guilty of this. Last year, actually, on Christmas Eve, we hosted a Christmas Eve party, and Timmy and I were up so late, and we drank so much. And then the next day, we had our whole family, his side, my side, over for brunch, and the afternoon and dinner the whole day. And it was sort of a nightmare. This year, treat you and your loved ones to the gift of radiant health and prepare your body for the indulgences to come with Saqqara. So I want you guys to have fun. I want to have fun as well. I want to have late nights. I want to have rich foods, but you always need a little bit of balance, right? Life is all about moderation and you want to feel better about what you eat, but sometimes it's really hard to prepare healthy meals, especially during this time. With Saqqara, you can reach your health goals without sacrificing taste. Sakara, if you guys haven't heard of it, is a nutrition company that focuses on overall wellness, starting with what you eat. The menu of ready-to-eat chef-crafted breakfasts, lunches, and dinners changes weekly, so you'll never get bored, and it's delivered fresh anywhere in the U.S. Restore digestive harmony, regulate cravings, shed excess weight, and get a holiday-worthy glow just in time for the season. And along with the meal delivery programs, they also have cult favorite wellness products like their best-selling metabolism super powder and nutrient-rich supplements, including a prenatal vitamin. For a limited time, Sakara is granting you early access to their only sale of the year with 25% site-wide with code WITHWIT early access. That's 25% off your entire order when you go to sakara.com and enter code with wit early access at checkout. Enter code with wit early access at checkout for 25% off. That's sakara, S-A-K-A-R-A.com and enter code with wit early access at checkout. And now back to our chat. I haven't colored my hair which I'm starting to think about. Okay. So let me tell you about that. Yes, please. I'm not a natural blonde in case you didn't realize. (laughs) (laughs) In case like you were wondering, I know people always like, (laughs) so I'm not a natural blonde. So I obviously was desperate to see my colorist because when you're platinum, you're supposed to get your roots touched up every four to six weeks. Oh, whoa. And obviously I wasn't able to do that. So when I was finally able to see my colors, we wore a mask and it's so interesting because I've gotten my hair done a few times since then. And it's just such a different experience. You know, like when you go into the hair salon, you expect to like, you get a cup of tea and like, (laughs) You read through the magazines (laughs) and it feels like a pampering experience. 
experience. Totally. Like, no, it's just a lot more clinical. Like I was talking to a couple of hairstylists and they were saying that they're doing a lot more like FaceTime consultations because they don't want people to kind of like come into the salon if they don't have to. Interesting. And then in places like LA where things aren't open yet, I believe people have started like seeing clients in their backyards, which yeah. I think is hilarious because it just proves that nothing will stop a woman from getting her her hair done. I know. (laughs) I'm like thinking about it and I'm like, shit, okay, so am I going to have to sit outside? And then my hair is the kind of hair like that goes through all these different processes. They have to wash Mm -hmm. and then put something on and then wash again and then put something on. I'm like, is he going to be just like hosing down my head or what? I've literally seen (laughs) videos where they just hose down your head. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm thinking, is it worth it? Like I'm kind of going for this like Hailey Bieber roots, you know, grow now. Well, you're lucky. I feel like everyone who got balayage before the pandemic happened, like got very lucky because it just grows out nicely. Would you ever dye your hair yourself at home? I did that when I was 16 and it turned orange. (laughs) (laughs) And so I told myself I was, I would never do it again. Are you going to, have you done it? yours turned orange? Yes. Mine turned orange. Oh my God. It's like, (laughs) if you leave it on for even like two seconds longer than it's supposed to, it just fries it and turns it orange. And I remember being in high school, like going to school and wearing a hat and being so (laughs) self-conscious about what I had done. I like begged my my mom to not send me to school that day. That is so funny. I like didn't realize it looked bad. And I feel like I look back on old photos and I was like, wow, I like thought that my hair looked good back then. And like, that's even more disturbing. (laughs) I went to get it fixed within 24 hours. I was like, this is horrible. Oh my gosh. I know. But the crazy thing is we've noticed on Birdie even like so many people are searching DIY. I'm sure. And like our top story for the past few months was at-home hair coloring kits. Interesting. That's what I heard at the beginning of quarantine, that like hair Mm -hmm. color companies and yeah, hair color kits were like killing it. Yeah. I think it's easier if you're just trying to cover grays. I know a lot of colorists were also mixing their clients' formulas for them Uh and dropping them off. Uh And like, that's easier because you just kind of have to comb it through your hair. But I think if you're a blonde, that's where it gets a little dicey. Yeah. Though I'm about to publish a story from this girl who actually dyed her hair platinum blonde at home on her own. (laughs) Oh my God. Amazing. So, and it looks amazing. So I am going to read that story and possibly probably not do it myself. (laughs) No, do not trust myself. I would definitely burn my hair off. And now a word from our sponsor. I have suffered from terrible headaches for forever, honestly, ever since I was a little girl. Part of it, I feel like, is not proper diet. Part of it is just my genetics. Part of it is not drinking enough water. Part of it is stress. It can be a million different things, but there is something called Cove. Cove helps you find an FDA-approved treatment that works for your migraine. It helps you get the migraine relief you need all online. You do not have to go to a doctor. You just go to cove.com and complete a quick online consultation. A licensed doctor will recommend a treatment plan 
customized to your migraine and your prescription will be delivered to your door for as little as $10 per month. Just a few minutes of your time and you get a personalized treatment plan from 20 plus research-backed doctor-recommended migraine medications. And you don't have to worry about running out because Cove sends your migraine meds every month. No insurance needed. No trip to the pharmacy, all online meds sent right to your door. With Cove, you can have more migraine-free days. And don't we need those right now? There's enough stress in our lives. For me, if I get a terrible headache, it's like all consuming. I can't do anything and everything is kind of ruined. So this is something that is such an easy solution for all my fellow migraine sufferers. They've treated over 300,000 migraine attacks and counting. Go to withcove.com to see the reviews. 96% of customers give them five stars. Get the relief you need right now with Cove. Go to withcove.com slash withwit for 50% off your first month of medication and free two-day shipping. That's 50% off your first month of medication and free two-day shipping at withcove.com slash withwit. Spelled W-I-T-H-C-O-V-E.com slash with wit. If you have a migraine, you know what it is. And so does Cove. They help you find an FDA approved migraine treatment that works for you. Go to withcove.com slash with wit for 50% off your first month of medication and free two day shipping. And now back to our conversation. Every city's different. Are skin places like facialists and that kind of stuff open in New York? What are in office treatments going to look like you think? Yeah, it's crazy. They are open. Mm -hmm. And um, at least like dermatologists and plastic surgeon offices are open. And it's so interesting because I was talking to Dr. Liotta, who is like a plastic surgeon friend of mine. I was like, have you noticed that people have been kind of laying off the surgery and the treatments and the Botox and the filler because everyone's kind of at home and there's no point? And she was like, no. Mm -hmm. She was like, if anything, everyone has been like, there's been a huge uptick in requests for Botox and filler. And she was like, I honestly think everyone's just been staring at their own face on Zoom. And it's just making them like hyper aware of like all these little things that they want to fix, which I thought was really interesting. Also, funnily enough, I was talking to someone else about how she was like, I have been wanting to get a breast lift for so long. And finally, this is the perfect opportunity because I don't have to go into work. She was like, my husband's working from home so he can take care of me. And like, she was like, I'm so excited to get this treatment that I I would have had to take like two or three weeks off work in the past. I know. Yeah. So I think it's almost interesting that people are almost kind of more open to getting these treatments because there's not this like fear of, oh, I have to see my coworkers the next day. Yes. Like you can kind of just like come home and also like, people getting lip fillers and like, it's like you can like wear a mask over your lip, like as they heal. 100%. And like, I just think that's interesting too. Mm-hmm. I did that. I yeah. got to Dr. Nazarian here in Beverly Hills mm-hmm. and I went and uh, once she, she did some stuff, I love it and it looks so good, but is it a waste? <laughs> Because nobody can really see me in person. <laughs> you know what you, you know? do? You just post a lot of selfies yeah, on Instagram. <laughs> <exactly>. <laughs> but I told my mom. Oh. I, my mom has been wanting to do stuff forever. And 
Mm-hmm. And so I was like, mom, this is the time. Yeah. You don't have to see anybody. No one has to know. Go exactly. take care of yourself. Dermatologists and plastic surgeons are probably crazy busy, but I wonder what it's looking like for facialists, you know? I know. And I feel like they've had a tough time because I know in New York, at least, for, like they weren't allowed to open their offices and practice. Mm-hmm. And I think in LA, they were, and then they weren't, and yep. then they were. I feel like they'd go back and forth. And I don't know if you know Georgia Louise. She is like an esthetician. She works out of New York, but then goes to LA a lot. And she, I think, ended up doing some sort of outdoor garden type of setting. So she could still see her clients in an outdoor space. And there was like a plastic molding over the person's face. It was very kind of all this stuff to make sure that everything was very safe. Yeah. But, you know, I thought that was kind of unfair also for estheticians that they weren't allowed to do their work, you know, during a time when other places were slowly starting to open up. I know. It's just hard because like a facial and stuff with face, you can't wear the mask. So it's just, it's a hard thing. What would you say are like some of the most popular beauty retailers right now? Well, I feel like it's interesting because you can't go into a Sephora and try a lipstick anymore. And I don't know if that is ever going to be a thing. And it's weird because I I have such strong memories of high school going into Sephora and like putting on makeup and just using testers. And that's just not a thing anymore. So I feel like a lot of people are going online And, you know, of course, like Sephora and Ulta, like Ulta just has a really cool feature in their app where you can try on, like, quote, try on a bunch of products basically through your phone. So you can like see what this MAC lipstick looks like on you. You just hold it up to your face and they have this technology. There's like thousands of products in there. That's So that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's really awesome. But I feel like honestly, these days, for me at least, people find beauty products through Instagram. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm constantly seeing new brands, either things that people are posting or it's on my explore feed where mm-hmm. I'm like, whoa, what is this brand? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I almost feel like this day and age, the retailers, yes, you'll always, they carry products, they create trends mm-hmm. and they really help lift up smaller brands. Mm-hmm. But I think as a smaller beauty brand, if you're really trying to get noticed and build a following, like you almost don't need to rely on a retailer anymore. Like you can really build your presence and brand and craft like a story right through Instagram, which I think is really interesting. Yeah. I love that. I think that that has opened up so much opportunity for small businesses. What celeb gets clicked on the most for their skincare and like makeup stuff? Who does everybody want to know what they're using? Obviously, like Hailey Bieber. Yes. People love like anything having to do with her skin. And she has the best hair, skin. We, yeah. We've also noticed though, a lot of readers really into more mature uh-huh. celebrities. And I think that honestly even makes sense to me because I'm like, they're the ones who actually look incredible for their age. Uh-huh. And I want to know what they're using too. So I can look like that. And they're I'm spending money on products. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So it's like Tracy Ellis Ross, like mm-hmm. does really well for us. Mm-hmm. Charlize Theron. Mm-hmm. Oh, we did a story with Naomi Watts and people were really into her because she just started like a clean skincare company. Oh, cool. And, you know, she looks incredible. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I would say it's more of like the buzzy 
Hailey Bieber, like Kendall Jenner's of the world uh-huh. and the Rosies. Uh-huh. And then obviously just on the other side of the spectrum, just like women who just look incredible for their age. Right. We did an interview with Jane Fonda and like that did so well for us. Oh my God. Yeah. My mom is obsessed with her. <laughs> I mean, she is an icon. She looks so good. And I, I want to know all her secrets too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, just tell me everything you did, Jane. <laughs> did she this, end like, up telling you guys like her routine and stuff? Yeah. She talked about a couple of products that she had used. And then, oh, I just thought of someone else, Laura Dern. Laura Dern does so well for us. Interesting. Yeah. Like we wrote about how she had used this face oil from True Botanicals. And that was one of our top stories of the week. Like people love learning about like what she used. And it's like, she looks incredible too. Yeah, she does. It's not someone that like off the top of your head, you would think, oh, you know, that person probably gets a lot of press around their skincare. Like it was, we were, oh, that's amazing that our readers are so into you know, what she uses on her skin. Yeah. She does look great. They're aging like normally and not doing crazy exactly. things to their face. And so... Right. Or they're not a beautiful 21-year-old right. with no blemishes. Right. Which is unrealistic. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like, I'm like, okay, Haley probably has perfect skin already. And like, I don't really know if like what she uses will be that helpful for the breakout that I'm experiencing I know. Right that I know. That's <laughs> what I have to constantly remind myself when I see her or Kendall or any of these other girls, I'm like, Whitney, remember you are 15 (laughs) years older than these women and you're starting from a different place. It's the same thing that goes for like hairstyles, you know, when you take a hairstyle in and it's like your hairstylist's worst nightmare. They're like, don't bring a picture of Kendall Jenner into me because I'm sorry, you don't look like Kendall Jenner and I can't no. tell you that, you know? Yeah, and that's not your hair type or your hair texture. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's, it is, it's finding kind of like that person that sort of looks like you, that you feel like maybe has similar skin that you kind of want to look like and finding out what they use. I feel like that's more realistic. What are some brands that you feel like are just doing it so right right now? I feel like Rihanna is killing it with Fenty. Oh my God, I haven't tried any of it. Oh my gosh. So the Fenty products, I use them for a while. And I will say, if you have sensitive skin, it's probably not for you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They're really heavily fragranced. Okay. But if you want your skincare to feel like a ritual, like it feels like a spa experience, Mm -hmm. her cleanser is so great for that. Mm -hmm. It smells like super floral. It smells like an island vacation. It's really nice. Okay. Amazing. But I feel like she's just been killing it with her campaign. You know, she cast Will Nas in her campaign. And I think just kind of like driving forward the conversation of beauty being not unisex, you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. there can absolutely be, why shouldn't there be more men cast in skincare campaigns? Everyone has skin. 100%. Like why, it's so crazy that it's only been marketed and we've only, you know, seen it as like this thing where it's targeted towards women. So I think she's killing it in that regards and really having her voice. And I think it's good for bigger beauty brands to Mm -hmm. see too. Oh, we're not alienating anyone. In fact, we're actually getting more people in Mm -hmm. by featuring more diverse body types and Mm -hmm. skin tones and skin textures. But yeah, I think she's killing it. And I think any brand that, you know, shows more skin texture Mm -hmm. and just isn't an airbrushed model. There's this new brand that I've discovered that I really like called In Beauty, I-N-N. Okay. And they're really affordable and they make clean skincare products and the branding is just so fun. 
And it kind of reminds me of like milk makeup. Like it's very like edgy and bright colors, but the products are genuinely so good. So there is this toner. I know you talked about the Biologique. Yeah. They came out with a toner that is, I think they came out, they're saying this and I don't know what this is based on, but they were saying that it's like people actually preferred their toner to the Biologique one. Interesting. And it's like half the price. But, you know, I've been using that and that's been really great for, you know, keeping my skin, like decongesting it and keeping it smooth and bright. I get like a lot. I deal with blackheads and like congestion. It's just mm-hmm. like the bane of my existence. Same, so Same. My nose is my my problem area with the blackheads and I don't know what to do. Yes. They just come back. Like I'll go get an extraction. They come back the next day. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't understand. I know. So what are we supposed to do? What are we supposed to do? I've asked every single esthetician in German. They're like, it's just some people, it's genetic. Yeah. And like, you have to either use a scrub yeah. around your nose or just keep, you know, keep making sure that you're like exfoliating with like a chemical exfoliator too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, and also, you know, someone else who I think is killing it, Tina Craig. Do you know her? No. She was like one of the OG influencers and her Instagram was called The Bag Snob. Oh, yes. Yes. She's so beautiful. She's so beautiful. And she came out with a skincare line called You Beauty. And they came out with this hydrator and I love it. And they cast like women from like all ages and ethnicities. And they had like, it's like, it's so shocking when you see a woman who's like in her 60s and a beautiful, beautiful skincare campaign, Mm -hmm. because you're like, wait, why is this shocking? Mm -hmm. Like, there's so many women in the world who are in their 50s and 60s. Like, why do we just like never show them? And so I thought her campaign was so beautiful. Like, it just was shot so beautifully. And I love that she shot all people from all different age groups too. Because, you know, we talk about diversity and beauty. It's skin tone. It's skin type. It's also like age too. So. I feel like for beauty, there's just, we see, you know, this youthful version of beauty for, for so many brands. And like, it's refreshing to kind of see different types of beauty kind of, you know, shown in a really beautiful light. And yeah, yeah, I think she's killing it. Her products are really good. Okay. Last but not least, who are like some of the beauty brands and influencers and and inspirational people that you follow that I should be following? Oh my gosh. Okay. Definitely Katie Jane Hughes. Yes. I feel like we both love her, but I never really was someone who would watch tutorials on my phone mm-hmm. and kind of get lost and watch them all the way through until I started following her. <laughs> and then her like, it became so like, it's so soothing mm-hmm. and it's like so nice. I, I ended up being like, it's sort of like my nightly ritual. Like I would just like go on Instagram before bed and I would just watch her tutorials and it would just be, it was like a brain massage. Like that's <laughs> what we call it at Birdie. Like it was just like so soothing for your brain because you're watching like her do these, like you're blending the shadows and like mm-hmm. the way that she, you know, flicks the eyeliner. Mm-hmm. It's just like, so soothing to watch. Mm-hmm. I love that. She's really amazing. She's done my makeup. I've Ugh. been lucky enough to have her do my makeup. I'm obsessed with her. Obsessed. That's so amazing. And she's she's just so good. Mm-hmm. Oh, my friend who's actually a celebrity hairstylist, Sunny Brooke. Oh, yes. She posts really good. She does everything. She does skin to hair. She does just really informative stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know if you know Charlotte Parler. She's actually a friend of mine too. So she was a friend of a friend and now we're friends. She was at Snapchat and then she 
kind of left and just like immersed herself in the skincare world and now is like such a skincare expert. And she actually has her own line. It's like an under eye mask. If you go to her page, all her posts are videos. Mm. And all she does is kind of like debunk a lot of myths around skincare and especially clean skincare. Like there's one video that she just did where she talks about how everyone says hyaluronic acid is like this huge like hydration yeah. powerhouse. And mm-hmm. it's like, everyone knows it. Even if you don't know anything about skincare, mm-hmm. you know, hyaluronic mm-hmm. acid, good. Mm-hmm. But she was saying that as she's been going to esthetician school and she, her derm, Shereen Idris was telling her like, you can overdo it and it can dry out your skin and actually like an alternative. You don't need to douse your skin in it. And like glycerin, which is like another humectant actually works just as well. And that's like kind of a very common ingredient in most moisturizers. So she like kind of, you know, it's very interesting. I feel like I learn a lot from her. How do you spell her name? So it's Charlotte, Uh C-H-A-R-L-O-T-T-E. And then Parler, P-A-R-L-E-R. L-E-R, Charlotte Parler. Oh my God, this is so fun. Okay. Yeah, so like she's just everything she posts. She is just so knowledgeable and I learned something I've learned something new. And I'm always like, Charlotte, you should be a beauty editor. (laughs) I need to know my steps. If I use a scrub, then what products can I not use? I feel like she probably has a good tip on like how to use things. Yeah. So she's really good. And then I like chemist confessions. So it's like these two cosmetic chemists who started this Instagram account. And if you like ingredients, Mm -hmm. so if you like look at their page, it's all kind of popular skincare products and they'll like break them down by looking at the ingredients. I love that. Yeah, we actually did when I was in LA, we had Birdie Beauty Lab and we did kind of a Q&A with them where it was just like about debunking myths or debunking like your skincare label and learning how to like read a skincare label like a chemist. So I really like their page too. Yeah. That's the informational stuff that I like to know about. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. Okay. Um, And they do like popular products. So they'll do a Glossier product or like a Sunday Riley product. And then they'll go through the ingredients list and kind of like talk about what's there Mm -hmm. and what they think if it's worth it or whatever. So I learn a lot from that. Yeah. I even just clicked on the one about the SkinCeutical CE Ferulic, which I have. And I've always wondered... The classic hot dog water. Oh my God. I've always said it smells like bacon. And my sister thought it was crazy. (laughs) No. And they're calling it the classic hot dog water. Yes, it is hot dog water. That's too funny. (laughs) (laughs) That is too funny. No, you were definitely, you were definitely right. It is more hot dog than bacon though. I'm like, okay, bacon. I was like, it's bacon-y. But now that they say hot dog water, that totally makes sense. Yeah, that is so funny. No, the smell is, so strange. Yeah, it's really weird. (laughs) Faith, you have been so amazing and so educational. Oh, thank you. This was so fun. I feel like I could just talk to you about beauty all day. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you loved this episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. I'd love to hear what you think and anything more or even less you'd want to hear about. Tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. If you want to know more about what I'm up to, you can find me on Instagram at Whitney Eve Port, my website, WhitneyPort.com, and my YouTube channel, Whitney Port. Peace in the streets.